0: Podcast, episode 27, the podcast that looks at tech under the hood. I'm your host, Owen, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, John Edgar. How's things, John? Hey,
1: I'm in a silly I'm, what, what? I'm in a silly mood today.
0: What? A silly mood, but you just ate pizza, so why are you silly?
1: Just because I think probably because I just ate all that pizza. It was really good.
0: How's New York? Mm, it's nice. Tell me about it. It's quite
1: nice. Well... Oh, it, we've had basically epic torrential mm-hmm. downpours of rain for the last three days. I got absolutely drenched last night riding uh, from office up to Central Park. So 40th to 80th, basically. And like... That's a long way, though. Pretty far. Uh, but, excuse me, when I got there... Um, I was literally completely soaked, like my clothes were just, were, really? yeah, it was like I'd come out of the, they'd just come out of the washing machine, it was like such wow. battery, yeah, pretty fun, so, but then today it's quite nice, but windy, wow, didn't ride it's my bike windy. today, what's up in Amsterdam, nice,
0: everything's good man, autumn here is beautiful, you know, like just the trees, the leaves, I'm from New Zealand, none of the trees change color in New Zealand, like everything stays the same. So here I'm just in this like magical movie heaven. I love it. I love autumn. Apparently <laughs>
1: where I went to college in Canada, it's snowing right now. Already? Yeah. Huh? Apparently. It's
0: so early to snow though.
1: Wow. It's very strange. That's crazy. Uh, do you want to start with... Um,
0: Tech under the hood?
1: <laughs> uh, I was going to say reader's question, but it's not a reader's question actually.
0: Oh, Do you have a reader question already? We're starting with a reader question. Listener's question. It better be a good one then. What's the question? Well,
1: someone wrote in and asked us to go quickly over what we thought about private cloud versus public cloud, which I thought was quite funny.
0: Oh, we talked about it last week, huh?
1: I think we talked about it 100 million times.
0: How do you feel about a private cloud versus a public cloud? And what is a private cloud? Oh, I think the
1: thing that they wanted to know specifically was about legacy apps, what to do about legacy apps.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you have a private cloud, you have your own data center. If it's a public cloud, it's uh, Amazon, right? Basically. For example, that's a really crude example, but... It's not a crude example. It's the best example. yeah. Yeah. So the question was basically, what about legacy apps? What if you need to move a lot of data? What if you... Yeah, if you have old shit, <laughs> basically. What do you think? Call Mesosphere. Really?
1: Yep. And then I'm
0: surprised by that. Really? Yeah, because
1: DCOS has a really good like. Basically, you could use it to like encapsulate le- legacy apps, and then like if you containerized your. Um, your private data center and you containerize your public cloud infrastructure and then you use dcos you'd be able to bring those legacy apps onto the public cloud and then what you should do is work to uh Get yourself out of legacy. What are you? Why are you still running legacy apps? Shouldn't you yeah, even why? be He's keeping legacy it? apps in production, silly Billy. Should be your stop. company's number one priority. <laughs> Should be getting rid of all your COMAL and all your Java and all your junk. And I'm sorry, but like, God, stop. There's no good reason other than it's not part <laughs> You're like, yeah,
0: use Mesosphere. Also, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well,
1: I just I'm like one percent is so sick of dealing with legacy software and legacy infrastructure it makes my head explode when i deal with what they have in cities owen it's just like oh god what is this <laughs> it's crazy why did this thing exist in the first place it is actually that it's not even like oh why are you still running this it's like why did anyone put this here
0: <laughs> so on that topic Let's talk about MacBooks. Sure. (laughs) MacBooks came out yesterday, John. It was a pretty interesting event. Did you watch
1: it live? I did not. I watched the design video instead, which apparently, according to our Slack group, was the right thing to do because the event was terrible.
0: The event was really terrible. I watched it live. I always regret it, but I still, for some reason, always do it because it me. (sighs) Oh, didn't you do it with the next web? You did a live stream? Yeah, yeah, I was hanging out with them, we did a, like, recap I'll post it in the show notes, it's probably interesting for some people We did, like, a recap kind of thing My question
1: got read live, I didn't even ask Yeah, I
0: know, why is your hair so terrible, is the question (laughs) Oh, thanks, John Mm -hmm. So, the first 45 minutes was terrible They talked about the iPhone and how great they are for the first 45 minutes at the Mac event Really, like, we have so much to say that we talk about the iPhone Yeah, and the Apple TV, don't give a shit And then they talked about the MacBook and look, it was, they've done a good job with the new MacBook, but it's also just completely disappointing. It's, let's outline what it is before we get into it, right? (laughs) Like let's, should we talk about MacBooks a little bit? So the new MacBook is the old MacBook, but with less heft. So it's thinner, it's lighter. I mean, this is Apple, like what do you expect, right? But the only ports it has is four USB-C ports and a headphone jack nothing else no power thing no thunderbolt no hdmi port nothing and no sd port it's just four USB C ports and a headphone jack and that's okay but honestly this thing was just like okay that's one thing and then they also have the touch bar so the touch bar is seemingly getting some people excited and for those who don't know still If you look at your keys right now, you have the F1 to F12, I think is the maximum. They basically remove that in favor of a touchscreen, right? So the concept is cool. Like you can put anything you like there. So if you want to show shortcuts and you're in Photoshop, you might show like a mask tool or a gradient tool or something really nice. And then you switch to your email and it will show an email autocomplete. Super nice concept. Also so pointless. It's unbelievable. Apple is looking for any excuse to not put a touchscreen on a Mac. It's crazy. Now John, over to you.
1: <laughs> so basically, you it? it is the old Mac but better.
0: It's the old Mac but better and way worse in some other ways.
1: Well, yes. you only described things that were better.
0: Touch bar not better. That, well, USB it's an ports, improvement. I am it's on an the enhancement. It's an improvement. Thing. Why? Who who wants it? What is it for? I want it. It's so who, cool. who Why? What does it do?
1: What what will you use it for? Tell me more. I will use it for a kind of like Wacom-esque experience in Photoshop. I will use it for uh, when I'm doing my sound production, I will put my Ableton custom keys on there.
0: When will you look down from your computer screen at the keyboard to check the display down there? If you can't look at your keys and
1: your screen at the same time, you need to go get your eyes checked.
0: This is a real, and it's literally everybody who can. You can do that. No, How can that's you? That's crazy. Okay. That's crazy. That's crazy. If you okay, Owen. It's, Owen. If dude, Owen, Did you okay, Owen, Owen, Did you watch Owen, the Owen, demo Owen, of Owen, the guy Owen, DJing Owen, on this I computer? A, if
1: I if I get a piece of paper, <laughs> if I get a piece of paper, right? And I uh write 1 on one side of the piece of paper and 2 on the other side of the piece of paper. And I put your finger and I show you the piece of paper, and then I put your finger where one is, and then I ask you to close your eyes and move your finger on the piece of paper to where the two is, do you think you could do it? Yep. Okay. So how are Absolutely. you not going to be able to know what is in between there? If it's a color palette, you're going to know that it's orange through red. Because it if
0: changes every app you change every time you change app every time you click something it changes it's completely ridiculous
1: because like if you're in photoshop if you're in photoshop and you're in your like paintbrush tool and you have a swatch loaded into your paintbrush and you can just drag your finger around and change the colors that's super cool
0: super cool who the fuck is on photoshop on their computer without a mouse and keyboard tell me more people I will.
1: I I will. I will. Okay, just me, only me in the okay. world. Okay, uh, yeah. but so so but so. What you're like, saying you don't is even, like, realize... what you're saying is that actually has made the Mac worse.
0: I'm not saying it makes the Mac worse. It just doesn't. It's a gimmick to sell more Macs. That's all it is. And the rest of the Mac <laughs> but they're gonna has not changed Macs are going to sell more anyway. They're going to
1: sell more Macs anyway. I don't think
0: they're going to sell more Macs than ever. It'll be the same amount. Probably. And this is the first time I think that Apple will realize that they've lost control of creatives. Because this is the first year that creatives are like, why, why does this exist? Do you know how many dongles I need to plug that into the stuff I already you
1: have?
0: Guys... <sighs> it's unbelievable. You're not the first person okay. to rant
1: this to me. I would say that at least 750,000 people have ranted, ranted <laughs> this way to me so far about this thing.
0: And I'm like... Tell me more about how many dongles you need, John. <laughs>
1: but, no, I already converted all my stuff to the new little round one. So I don't care. As long oh, as really? they
0: didn't... Uh, what screen do you have that can plug into a USB-C I do C not use an external
1: monitor. Without a dongle. I do not use an external right. monitor. And I have one... So you just lost and 80% I have, of the market. I have one dongle that I carry with me. And it is the uh, HDMI. Right. My the huge USB one, the, um, and the multi-port. Yeah, the multi-port one. Yeah, I have it too. And then everything else I just have <laughs> is I've converted them all. I I don't even have USB in my house anymore. If you come to my house, and you don't have USB. Yeah, I only have
0: USB C as well. Yeah,
1: well, so what's the issue?
0: But like I have to say, we are in a transitionary time. First of all, you can't plug into any screen. It sucks that they got rid of HDMI. What TV will ever oh, get it USB-C? It's always been like that, to be clear? From
1: coax to, no. to VGA False. to False. HDMI the MacBook, the MacBook to mini. The Pro has
0: always had HDMI and VGA. It's always had the mainstream connector to plug in a computer screen. It's either had VGA or HDMI the entire time. Now it has neither, and the new standard doesn't exist anywhere yet. You can't buy a screen with USB-C in it.
1: So what would you this have had them do? Exist.
0: Leave the HDMI port. They literally removed the port But these didn't they make the computer no smaller? Yeah, the HDMI port still fits. It's still the right okay. adequate amount of Thick, thickness. It's only seventeen percent smaller. That's not that much smaller. Seventeen percent. Oh, what I'm percentage look would
1: pres- what percentage would impress you? Fifty percent? <laughs>
0: 1,000% job. <laughs> no, so look. I if it actually, was 50% smaller, here's my stance. how we you, you can use re- it?
1: <laughs> it would be like using a phone.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I want it to not exist. I just want it to be imaginary. My MacBook is in my <laughs> dreams. <laughs> uh, you... No, here's the thing. So like my stance on this is very like simple. I think that USB-C is really cool. I, I, like I am 100% in the camp of USB-C. I just think that we're in a super awkward transitionary time and Apple has no narrative whatsoever right now. They don't have, you have to buy a USB-C cable separately for everything you buy from Apple. From the iPhone to your magic mouse, you'd have to buy a USB-C cable. It's crazy. It doesn't come for free, and they don't fix that for you. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's pretty much it. My rant is over. So basically they shouldn't have released a new computer. (laughs) No, well, the problem is, if they were going to do this, they don't have a narrative. It's the same with the, if you look at the iPhone 7, right? No headphone jacks. Yeah, wireless is the future. Why does the MacBook have a headphone jack? And then you can't plug in the headphones that come with your iPhone into your Mac because they've got a lightning cable on them.
1: Is this true Like, the whole
0: narrative is fucked
1: up. Is this true that the new AirPods do not work on the new Mac?
0: They do work, but the best part is they've been delayed, so you still can't buy them. It's... Apple Apple just doesn't understand who its market is anymore. And the, the new MacBook is not more powerful. It's not more convenient for creatives. So who is the core market? Students, probably. Who Like, who is the market?
1: I don't know. Probably the same people who have been doing
0: it forever. Who creatives, who don't want it anymore. Why don't they? Because that's the thing. It doesn't have any of the ports creative use. Like, if here's a great example. Apple is talking about how it's so good at, you know, we're all about the film industry and the audio industry. Well, both of those industries rely on SD card ports and you just removed it. Okay, great. The CPU in the top end 15-inch is worse than the previous gen one. I hear you typing.
1: I know, I'm sending <laughs> an email really quickly. Sorry, I've sent it now.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, It's... The new MacBook is literally a compromise in basically every regard except thickness. It doesn't. It doesn't improve on anything. That's what bothers me. The Touch ID is cool and the Touch Bar is cool. It's a cool concept, and more than anything else, I like the Touch Bar because honestly, like you and me know about shortcuts, but most people don't, right? Like there's still so many people out there who don't even know what Control C does, or like, do you know what Control Shift T does? Please tell me you do.
1: Control. Shift. Or Apple Shift
0: T. You have to be in a browser.
1: I know how to bring up the emoji window. That's command okay, that's control different. command
0: yeah, space but, bar. Yeah, but okay, what? Apple Shift T undoes the tab you closed. Oh, I just I always go so to you, edit. Um Oh my god. Okay, the touch bar is perfect. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I'm like an I'm like I'm gonna be ageist. I'm like a grandma. I'm like I'm just not... I just, like, look... I'm just like, okay, where's the button that does the button that makes the untap? I'm like,
0: oh... The computer stuff. How do I make the computer do computer (laughs) stuff? (laughs) uh, Please, computer, do my will. Okay. I don't know. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. They raised the price. They added specs that are a mild jump up from this year. And as, like, in the creative industry, as a coder, as somebody who works on photos, the MacBook is not the machine that you can choose anymore. The... So, so to jump into a Let's a talk side about topic Microsoft. That's re- yeah, so that's that's exactly where I wanted to go. Microsoft kind of trolled Apple a little bit, right? Like by making like, a really better Apple. They made better Mac stuff, but they announced it all the day before. Did you see the Surface Studio? It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's quite nice. I would be I would think Wacom must be like basically
0: Everybody's shitting the bed right now. Yeah, I would
1: be pretty. uh, I would not feel comfortable if I was whack
0: on right now. So the Surface Studio is this crazy. If you imagine an iMac, if you don't have Google right now and you're listening to this, imagine an iMac but half the size, and it's on this like stand where it's 27 inches, but the stand like lets you move it, and you can use a pen on it. You can use a crazy dial thing on it.
1: Tablet, computer, giant screen, computer.
0: It's for everything. Like if you want to compute hard, that's, that's the, <laughs> it's the computer for you. But it's, it's crazy. Like it's really, that is something I imagine Apple doing. Like a, an iMac makes perfect sense for drawing on. It's a huge surface. It's a really beautiful display, but they still haven't done it. And Microsoft just like the day before the Mac event, people were freaking out. It's a, it's a, it's a concept you haven't seen before.
1: Well, it's a combination of technologies put together in a really awesome way. I I must say I was actually quite impressed, I think. And that weirdo... like Microsoft. For Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft is not that bad anymore. They're just like Microsoft. So if you want to do Microsoft, do Microsoft, whatever. They're not... Now it's not... It's just... The difference is now you're not like, Microsoft, like, why are you using a Microsoft product? Now it's like, I don't know. It's probably a good Microsoft product you're using, so... It's all good. <laughs> I can
0: imagine, and this is the thing. So Microsoft, I think, is really eager to win back the creatives. I think they realized that these are the people that influence the market. And, you know, like you go to a coffee shop and you see Macs everywhere. And I think Microsoft is realizing this now. So I think that they, they understand that the people who are creating stuff are the, really the key to unlocking the market. And they came out there with an amazing machine. Now, they also have the Surface Book. And sure, their version of the, the new Surface I at Book that. is just I didn't think it was very
1: good. I thought the hinge was really weird.
0: The hinge is weird, but it's a it's a pretty cool concept. Mm. But regardless, Microsoft came out all guns blazing, and Apple really like looked at what it did before and just did the same thing again. But the the thing that's inexplicable to me is like Apple waited four years to refresh the MacBook Pro, and like if you read, there's a great article on CNET of them justifying it. That that Johnny Ive like, yeah, we're not on a schedule, you know. We had to work really hard on the touch bar so that we could release a new MacBook, and I'm like. Yeah, but in the meantime, you left creatives literally waiting for you to refresh something with faster performance so that they can upgrade, but you couldn't. As a creative, you were really stranded on a MacBook from two thousand and twelve or or a Windows. <laughs> like that's it. And like that side of the fence isn't great until recently. There's nothing compelling. I like it. And also, where's the iMac? What's going on with the iMac? <laughs> And, like, Owen, what is Apple up just, to with Owen the 3 Owen just
1: retweeted a tweet that says, it's actually pretty impressive how no cords on my state-of-the-art device actually fit into each other, and I need more dongles now.
0: It's true. It's true. You I, Look, here's the thing. Apple has n- always been, like... The thing with, if you look at Windows computers right now, you'll probably see on every Windows computer, you get a, you know, like the old school USB port and then a USB-C right next to it. And you're like, this is just terrible. (laughs) What are you doing? And Apple was just all in with it. All it has is four USB-C ports. You can charge from any port. You can do any device uh, off it. The problem is just the devices aren't there yet. And so Apple has really gone out in front of the rest. And that, sure, that's really cool. But they've also just completely sacrificed the things that made them appealing recently in a year maybe it'll be better but the problem is with apple's like like indifference about the mac we might not even get an update for another four years it sucks they're not committed to the mac they don't care they because iphone makes so much money so would you care i don't think so
1: i mean i'm a business user so i i mean i also think that like all the computers around right now are plenty fast for most things and like
0: yeah, I mean, my 2012 MacBook Pro works great. Like, everything I saw yesterday, I don't need it.
1: I remember, like, my, uh, Apple made some really weird comment about, like, oh, there's, like, old computers in the world. Like, uh, how can that be? Everyone <laughs> they should've... exist. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's because old computers are fairly decent now. Like, my phone is more powerful. Anything with and... a Core
0: 2 Duo is fine.
1: Yeah, it still boggles my mind how powerful my phone is. Like, I remember upgrading my RAM on my computer has had a whole computer had more ram than my like gpu and my phone like it's insane
0: yeah it's crazy it's, computers are completely stagnant and i think if anything the apple event just proved that there's there's very little room for innovation left at this stage like it's it's really hard to innovate on an intel chipset i think you can't do much.
1: The new iPhone rumor mill is quite hot right now. Robert Scrobel went crazy on his Facebook the other day saying that they're going to do a completely trans... <laughs> yeah, I, know. Sorry, I, know, I know. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if that's really a real... <laughs> anything. Isn't it insane? I love
0: it. They're going to make a transparent iPhone. What? And then like John Gruber was like, hey, did you hear batteries are not transparent? <laughs>
1: Well, I do believe that a large percentage of like, I bet there will be. It'll probably just be like the phone, right? Uh, it's really hard to do a completely transparent phone. No, it doesn't
0: make any sense. Why would you make a transparent phone, though? It doesn't like what is appealing might, about it? Now
1: you might make a transparent iPad, so you might make like a, a Star Trek style like what? Yeah,
0: yeah, but like all of this is irrelevant. I think the thing no, that people I would 100% really really do want. A transparent, Why? No, you don't need you don't need your phone to be transparent for it. Just get iPad an augmented reality. It. IPad. IPad. iPad, iPad. It's huge. It's a huge thing. You're gonna strap an iPad to your face? No, A twelve inch iPad. Owen, Owen, Owen. The iPad Owen, Pro on your Owen. face.
1: Shh. Owen, tell me more. <laughs> I'm talking about augmented reality. So, like, you would have yeah. an iPad that you have right now, but you would make the bottom part not it, just like a A black box that has all the stuff in it let's say six inches deep by i'm
0: literally making a wtf face
1: right now and then and then above (laughs) it is just a pane of glass and then the glass
0: what has that got to do with anything
1: i'm just saying why would you do it in the iphone it makes more sense to do it with the ipad and it makes sense to do it yeah
0: like it it makes more sense to do it with the ipad and then you realize the hololens exists (laughs) not made by apple yeah, because Apple sucks at all of this stuff. Apple doesn't oh even play in this really market right now. Oh, God, you're really angry at Apple right now. I'm really, like, <laughs> I'm really on a rage today. No, I have to say, like, it's really disappointing that Apple isn't playing in the VR game. I really hoped that they would come out with a VR-capable machine yesterday, but they did not.
1: Dude, seriously, all they need to do is have a tablet that is... Basically, a piece of glass that you can hold over a table and look through, and it will augment whatever is on the table with on the on the glass. Like, that's but already for medicine. Why would you wear on your face? Why would for- you wear? It, why would
0: you use a pad?
1: <laughs> because it's, it's not everybody always wants to be wandering around meetings with goggles strapped to their face. Like, if you're in a meeting and you can pull up a little pad and like put it over um, something on the table, and and it will give an additional layer of context or information. Maybe a video will play or something like that. That's cool. And then actually even Microsoft did this thing where – this was like 110 years ago or something like that. You had these little blocks. Hundred, and it 110
0: would, years ago. It, yeah,
1: it was like so old, internet. It, remember that first demo we saw at like TED or something? And it was a dude showing like a minority. Anyway, it was like six years ago or something. Anyway, but anyway, Owen. What? <laughs> Devices can recognize blocks. They can, like, change the screen. I saw I saw this amazing thing of a T-shirt that's got, like, a nano material in it. I put it on the Slack. And then they project onto the T-shirt. But the projector can oh, yeah, that's change amazing. the projection as, like, as the material moves, the projection moves perfectly. So it's, like... It looks like it's not, a. it just looks like it's on there, but it's not on there. It's, and even when you move, it looks like it's on there, but it's not on there. It's projected. Yeah, on it's there. amazing. It's actually amazing. It's actually amazing. Show notes.
0: We live in the future. Show Tom. notes. AT&T. Let's talk about something Enveri- other than Apple. Yeah, you're very
1: heated about this stuff today.
0: I'm like, I'm really like, I wrote about it today and I've been arguing <laughs> Cons- with nerds all day about it. So I really don't want to talk about Consumer it anymore. Consumer
1: electronics own rants. I love them. <laughs> I love them. So, okay, what do you want?
0: AT and T, tell me about it. AT and T. Well, what happened
1: is acquiring They're a large company, huh? Yes, is going to buy Time Warner.
0: Damn, is that bad? Is it good? Sounds what is, great. What, like, what does it mean? I don't know what type. What does Time Warner do?
1: So, Time Warner is a conglomerate of media properties. Let me just look up.
0: Like H- HBO Warner. I
1: yeah. think is one of them. Uh, HBO Warner Brothers. Yeah, HBO and Warner are their big ones. Everything that's good. Uh Cartoon Network, uh TNT, NBA, all the NBA stuff, MLB stuff, all the Warner Brothers stuff. It's
0: everything good. Yeah. Everything.
1: Batman. Batman. So that will make AT&T a media company.
0: That's kind of scary given how big Verizon is now.
1: Uh yeah, which media
0: stuff does Verizon own? AOL. All right. For example, Tumblr, Yahoo.
1: Uh, seems like a good move. I like it. I think it's fo- so funny. Oh yeah, you, you then think it's good? CNN.
0: Yeah, it's great. You want more cable companies to own media? Sounds great. Yeah. How is that good for the consumer? Come at me. Uh, because then if you're
1: able to provide devices and connectivity and like. But like now, I don't like my phone. AT and T phone will just also have like CNN and shit in my phone bill, and I don't have to worry about. I can just get it on my phone on their AT and T app. Like, yeah, like one app to rule them all. Sounds great. Thanks. Next.
0: That sounds yeah from like a terrible company though. Like, no, why can't AT and
1: love AT and I love. I love AT and T. What? What?
0: My LTE is great. Yeah, totally great to have one company owning all the stuff. No, like yes. That's terrible. They own the pipe
1: and all the content. Yeah, as long as they do a good job of delivering it, I don't care.
0: Do you think ne- Netflix can compete in this environment? That's the question, really.
1: Yes. Hmm. I know people who work Ow. at. Um, hmm, better be careful here. Let's just say that most of the <laughs> companies uh, that compete on the internet that are huge. That compete directly with H. That dr- compete directly with um, Netflix. <laughs> sorry. Have. Very, very, very bad tech stacks and very bad technology. She is an engineer at a huge HBO, and
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not surprising that HBO has a bad stack, though. I really thought you might be talking about Hulu or something, and then I'd be surprised. Netflix has an amazing stack, best stack in the best stack, in, like best stack
1: for an app of anyone. Netflix should is like the golden standard of, of web applications. It's amazing.
0: So you think this is a good thing. How will, it, how will it make things better for consumers? I answered that already. How does it make it better for me as a non-AT&T customer? If I'm on T-Mobile in the US, how does it make things better?
1: Maybe it doesn't. I don't care. I'm an T- AT&T customer. Go
0: use AT&T. Yeah, it sucks for everybody who's not you. Uh,
1: well, I think that's called competing.
0: <laughs> No, it's not competing. Just a large, rich company just bought a company that acquired all the hey, other man, companies. Is there really no competing? Way,
1: there's no reason, way, rhyme, whatever. Although we should probably make sure that this doesn't happen because it would be bad if it did. That you can't use happen. no no that you can't use T-Mobile to still access any of these media assets. I'm just saying that now the there's an ability to create a competitive advantage by offering a better experience. And that's fine. You're that's how you compete in the, like
0: AT&T is just acquiring a better experience. No, they have to build it. Just acquiring it is
1: not enough. Then they have to build the apps and build the, you know, they have to, do the work to make sure that when you use AT&T and now I can get, if, if, if they, if they do the work so that I can get CNN and Warner networks and DC comics and home box office and time Warner, you know, everything and whatever, like on my AT and T device on my Apple phone, and I load that up, and I get all the stations and all the True Blood and everything right on my phone, and it's delivered. So why does it happen? Doesn't eat why my does it doesn't eat my data. AT&T. Doesn't eat my data consumption on my that's thing. That's
0: illegal. That's net neutrality right there. Okay. So, <laughs> I so that's, like that's worse. That's literally that literally gives AT and T an advantage because they own the pipe, so Netflix can never compete. You just described net neutrality. Yes, I did. Boom. <laughs> Man, I'm savage today. I'll tell you why. I'm hungry <laughs> uh, for for food, not for a fight. But I, but just for I food. want.
1: I want. I want that. Like I want something that works. I want to be able to. I too want something that works. I just want something that works. Exactly. I actually don't even care how you get it to me. If you have to cannibalize every other company, yeah, it's just, true. Just, just give, just give, give me, me an
0: IV please, of the TV. Can I just
1: have CNN on my phone in HD that doesn't use my data and like I can just. Then I will use
0: that. I think you're describing the year twenty one hundred, John. <sighs> Speaking of AT and Google Fiber kind of died this week a little bit. They paused it. Yeah, what does that even mean, though? Like because it's, it's too I think hard they that to rolling
1: fiber is expensive. It's not about rolling fiber, man. It's about the regulators.
0: Yeah, it is. It's not about actually installing it. I mean, that's like one
1: component of it, but the regulators the regulators are really hard to deal with
0: well like what in terms of what regulation like well just because you're you're going into
1: so what what happened was like all of the major players bought up all of the little companies and like every little jurisdiction in the states from a state to the federal level to to a single municipality to land access rights to come like commercial taxation in like xyz city to Mm -hmm. to go and compete with all of the existing and like negotiate all of that law and like figure out how to work in all of these different jurisdictions the u.s is just like a mess for that kind of thing and the only reason that the companies right. who are doing it today are able to do it and the reason why no one really competes with them is because it's such a patchy patchy um uh, uh landscape but uh, a, a lot of that patchiness has been abstracted or negated through consolidation and, and acquisitions of existing companies that were already in those spaces. So it makes it really hard to come in.
0: So I think right, right. I think
1: regulation is a. I mean, regulation is a, is a really huge issue, and I don't mean just like federal level regulation. Like I said, I mean all the way through the whole government stack um and there's easier ways to get around regulators uh you know you can um fly balloons <laughs> over cities and yeah, you know trans- yeah trans- transmit the signal on a uh, white noise spectrum narrow brand frequency that no one owns, like, that isn't regulated or whatever. Like you could, I don't know, maybe mm. put a whole bunch of booths in uh, every city, major metropolitan city and provide <laughs> free Wi-Fi to people. I mean, there's a lot of ways to accomplish the goal of uh yeah. getting access to people's packets and you can do it by running fiber, you can do it by floating balloons, or you can do it by getting people to connect to your Wi-Fi.
0: It's really interesting to hear this. Like you just don't hear of it anywhere else.
1: Well it's also like my my uh take on it. I'm like I don't I don't know that, like with that with any certainty. It's just what I think. But it seems like that's the most logical thing. At least that's how I would think about it if I was if I was in that position. That would be my line of thought.
0: Right, right. It's really kind of a sad thing, though. Really, like, go, they're really one of the few that were competing. I think. Go open a tab right now. You know, with If you're listening,
1: and open a tab and type in AT and T Public Policy Group, uh, Google Fiber blog post, AT and T Public Policy Group google hmm. fiber blog post and you'll okay. and you'll read an interesting thing it should be the first result Okay, what is it about uh just like at&t mocking google really <laughs> yeah
0: for entering the market or uh like three months ago wow
1: Broadband investment, not for the faint heart on August 30th. Oh, not even three months ago, August 30th, 2015. uh, In July 2017, in exchange for FCC. Anyway, they basically outline how Google screwed everyone and then didn't meet up to their side of the obligation. And and they basically say that the only reason that Google did that was to be anti-competitive.
0: Wow, that's really intense. All right. Well, that's Google Fiber. I wish we had it here, but honestly, the cable internet here is great. So that's all I have to say. I wish we had it. Honestly, Soylent has made a lot of people sick. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even want to talk about Soylent, but I just think it's hilarious that a food replacement is making people sick. It's terrible. And this is what happened when tech people start companies in food. Anything to add?
1: No. I mean, my 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 co-founder lives on Soylent, and he seems to be fine, but. <laughs> so far. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I don't yeah. know.
0: It's it's hard, man. Like, I love food. It's a hard why problem. would
1: this is like a typical like Silicon Valley craziness. Like, why would you Why like, do you want to drink goop drink? But maybe some people okay, what w- really want you know to do it. Do you know what that? it is? It's like, uh, like a lot of people
0: probably don't know. I think it's
1: pro. Oh, what actually is it? Okay, so silicon, some crazy Silicon Valley company came up with the idea of replacing food with a drink that you have in the morning at night. Which it was, but it's, this is not the same as a yeah. like traditional like augmentation of a meal replacement. This is full on like you just live on this stuff instead of food, and it's supposed to like give you the optimal amount of everything that you need to like be a peak human every day or like some crazy thing. No, yeah, but people like gobble this stuff up in fact i think when it was released you couldn't get it for like the first who knows like for a long really? yeah for a long period of time there were wait lists for like ever um and then and then it became mainstream and then everyone was having it and that's mm-hmm. making people sick
0: great i, saw I
1: like pepperoni pizza and i also like regular cheese pizza i like grandma slices i like them from sal's and i like diet coke uh and i like granola bars Yeah, I like human food and i like donuts some once in a while
0: yeah human food it's good
1: my body craves these like normal things i think it's the right thing to do is to put in it the stuff that it was made to consume so that's what i think about soylent bunch of bullshit Okay,
0: bunch of bullshit. My favorite right, tweet, favorite tweet of the week. Favorite tweet. No, we have to talk about Twitter first.
1: Yeah, the CEO of Vine tweeted, or the former founder of Vine, Rust at rust tweeted, "Never sell your company."
0: R.I.P. Vine Wait, is he gone. He said that. He tweeted that. Yeah. Holy shit! That's some amazing shade. What happened though? uh They shut Vine down one day. Completely. And that one day, like, all of a sudden, that one right? day was yesterday. I loved Vine. I got I grew tired of Vine. Yeah, me too. Like the the format was cliché, but also like it, it served an important humor place for me.
1: I never used it anymore. Yeah, October 27th. Don't sell your company. 6,000 uh retweets and 8,000 likes. You should retweet wow. that.
0: That's a real shame. I think Vine was cool. It's a shame that Twitter killed it, but also they what they laid off like 300 people as well, right? It's pretty significant. Yeah. Things at like Twitter are not good, man. We talk about it a lot, and things are not good over well, there. Well,
1: they're, they're they, you know, pretty clear solution. What,
0: fire everybody and make it this we'll bad? Well,
1: first, get yourself out of the public market. Step one, get out of the public market. Step two, fire everybody. Step three, rebuild the company from yeah, scratch. Boom. Step four, pray. Yeah. No profit, right. pray.
0: Yeah, it's it's, yeah, just pray. Things are, things are bad. I think that like they all of a sudden realize that they just can't. It's does like this scale. They're not Facebook scale, and I think that's what they realized. Well, What do you think I about Twitter?
1: I, I don't <laughs> think about Twitter anymore, thankfully, because I deleted it.
0: Do you feel good about that still? Do you miss it?
1: Yeah. No. Not at all. Not even one percent. I'm impressed i missed it for like the first
0: you still tweet from your company. two weeks
1: first three weeks i don't even mostly do that anymore someone else does it now i only really? use dm people or to like get interfering like if really? i need to interfere with something or but, fave
0: my tweets yeah or fave your tweets
1: yeah if i'm like if i want to read your like i have like three or four friends who are just tweets i will specifically yeah. go and read just to see what they're up to and like <laughs> make sure awesome. they're alive and stuff but other than that, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just not not active on Twitter.
0: That makes sense. I mean, I'm using Facebook more. Do you think that Twitter can Facebook come back more. from this? Though,
1: no, probably not. But I don't know what Twitter is except like, just like a place to tweet. And like, I don't know if people care about tweeting anymore. I think tweeting was really fun when like everything was new and like we were getting on the internet and like i want to just like see what my friends are having for lunch (laughs) ah this is really cool we need social media gurus and brands and like well we didn't need any of that stuff actually
0: it was just like everybody just arguing hype cycle hype cycle hype hype cycle i love to tweet yeah i don't know it's a shame man like i'm really sad for my friends who work there but
1: you could not yeah me too my buddy Ralph worked at Vine. I don't know if he lost his job or what the hell is happening, but I should ask him. I was on his Facebook page last night, and I sent him a love heart. Um, but you love Twitter, Owen. I love Twitter, but I hate Owen it. Williams. I regret it.
0: Owen, you love John, it. I regret it every time.
1: You are addicted.
0: I love Twitter. Don't judge me. You
1: love Twitter. I'm not judging you. There's no judgment <laughs> in my voice. I just want you to accept your sad, my sad fate. reality.
0: I mean... Yeah, I like Twitter. Well, I just want them to succeed, and I like the idea of it. But it's terrible for humanity.
1: (laughs) Well, it's just not. And also, why do they have four
0: thousand employees? (laughs) They have four thousand employees until this week. Yes, you know how many employees Instagram has? Crazy, like thirty.
1: No, that makes more sense.
0: Yeah, it makes sense, right? Why would you get big? It's all about hiring. You know who well. I
1: really like. You know who I really like in our Slack group. Who is it? I like. I like all of people on our Slack group, so I shouldn't like you have a great Slack. Who do you out, but like? Jer- Jeremy Banks, pretty funny, He's a cool dude. I, I generally agree with his stuff. Uh, yeah, I like stuff. that he and Chris us. is pretty good too. Yep.
0: Or me. So, book club? Do you have one, Yorick.
1: Oh yeah, can do a book club.
0: All right, what is it?
1: Uh, <laughs> if there's no book club there doesn't need to be
0: a book club it's fine we just don't have a book club this week i like doing no book save club it for though. next week Then wanna, it'll be good
1: i got a bit of performance we don't, wanna, we don't wanna like want to we don't want to like share books we don't like
0: and that's the key so let's just not <laughs> so if you like this podcast you should email us hi at chargepodcast.com or review us on itunes you can Go on iTunes and look for us, I guess. I don't like. There's no easy way to link to iTunes. It's really dumb. We're also on SoundCloud and we like hanging out in Slack. So you should join us there. It's all on the website. That's my spiel. This was a really argumentative podcast.
1: (laughs) It was. It was a fine one. It was just you're you're very contentious about these Apple issues right now. I'm
0: contentious and hungry, so I'm really savage
1: i'm gonna i uh i will give one book club actually All right. and maybe I, i'll give two no, just one just I'll one just, just save the two. other one for next well week. okay i think i already did living on two dollars a day in america but i'll i think i'll just say it again because it's so good but you know what a good one is actually if you just want to read an interesting book it's and it's kind of i think applicable to everyone maybe is the dyslexic advantage kind of interesting um it talks about neurodiversity, which is one of my favorite topics,
0: and you should read it. All right. Boom. Book club. John, it was actually a pleasure, though. Complete. This was a really fun podcast. Good one, Owen. Don't usually Good one. But heads like that. I love it. Are you going to get your haircut? Why do I need a haircut for? My hair's not long. It's quite bad. It's not that I bad. You on... think my it hair is, is bad. bad. Yeah. That's rude. Um, but Book Owen, me an appointment at Blind Barber then
1: okay well that's all the other thing i was gonna say is maybe when you come back to new york we should have a lunch with any
0: new york listeners they want to hang out we love it you should show up this time new york <laughs> yeah last time we not got for drunk many with two slash. people last time it was actually pretty fun it was quite nice yeah i had fun anyway all right good to hang out john ttyl bye